and welcome to a special edition of Five Minutes with Phil Routley. Today I celebrate my sweetheart. On this date, Elsie Jean Gray was born in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia, the youngest of four children, three girls and a boy, to Victor and Dorothy Gray. The family moved to Kingston, Ontario when Elsie was only two, but she spent most of her childhood summers with family in the Maritimes. It will always be her home. As the baby of the family, Elsie faced all the issues the youngest often faced. But it was a family that clearly loved one another, loved the Lord, and served both him and one another. This led very naturally to Elsie working at Salvation Army's Roblin Lake Camp on the kitchen staff for a few summers with Aunt Kate Hawks, the cook who knew Elsie and her family well. They were members of the same church in Kingston, about an hour from the camp. July 20th. 1967, an evening I will never forget. That was when I met the young woman who was to become my wife, the mother of my children, my best friend, and the love of my life. For most of my youth, the highlight of the summer was spending a week at Roblin Lake Camp during music camp. If you've read my posts, you already know that music has always been very important to me, but this camp was a very special one. I was 15, and it just finished grade 10 in Peterborough. I already knew most of the kids and faculty at camp, but every year you'd meet someone new. One of my friends was a guy named Wayne Monroe who lived in Kingston. We spent some time together throughout the week, but it was Wayne that made this most important introduction. Camp started on a Saturday afternoon and would conclude eight days later. Thursday night was the instrumental solos competition, and since I played euphonium, which is like a mini tuba, I participated. If I looked hard enough, I think I could find the sheet music of the solo I played. When the evening was over, everyone went to get a snack. When Wayne and I got to the head of the line, he introduced me to the most beautiful girl I had ever seen. I'll never forget thinking that this wasn't just someone I wanted to meet. I wanted to get to know her. On this night, she was serving hot chocolate to campers. And just like that, Elsie Jean Gray came into my life. During camp, we had very different schedules. When staff had time off to go swimming, campers were in music practices or studying theory. When we had the chance to go swimming, the staff was working or eating their meals so they could serve ours, ours. Nevertheless, we found some time to talk and get to know one another. We only had a couple of days. When Sunday afternoon rolled around, we had the closing program where I was presented with the trophy of winning the solo competition. If you look closely, it's over Elsie's shoulder in the picture. And then it was time to head home. My parents had arrived to take me and a friend back to Peterborough, but I'll never forget that just before getting in our car, Elsie gave me a kiss goodbye. I get goosebumps now when I think of it. Oh, I asked her about it recently, and she doesn't remember it. I'm not sure what that means. And that began a beautiful relationship. It was 1967, Canada's centennial year, and everyone had their own centennial projects. Mine was to play pool with some friends in our rec room for 100 hours straight. We had a blast. The Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album was just a few weeks old, so we listened to it constantly. Meanwhile, Elsie was working at camp. I visited her there once, remember I was too young to drive, went camping with friends and then at the end of the summer took part in the first national music camp at Lac Lachigan, Quebec. 
and had so much fun that my cousin, Tim Brond, and I stayed for another week of fellowship camp, then back to school for both Elsie and me, over a hundred years, hundred miles apart. So we wrote letters. Phone calls were expensive, so we waited until the rates went down on Sunday night after 11 o'clock. Finally, there was a one-day Corkadet rally in Peterborough in September, which involved youth from around the area, and even though Elsie wasn't a Corkadet, she attended. The leader from Kingston, Daisy Sykes, wondered why Elsie was coming until she saw her with me. And oh, she got it. In October, there was the Salvation Army Congress at Varsity Stadium in Toronto, and that was where I finally met her mother. Elsie and I spent as much time together as possible for those couple of days. Times we were apart were feeling longer and longer. I couldn't stand to be separated from her. As soon as my high school football season ended, I was able to get my first job as a dishwasher at a greasy spoon restaurant on George Street in Peterborough, so I would have some cash. I was going to need it. Friday, November 11th weekend, Elsie took the bus from Kingston to Peterborough, about a four-hour ride, to spend the weekend with me, my family, and friends. That's when I took the picture that you see above. It was great. Next time, New Year's, when I came to the bus, when I took the bus to Kingston, I have a feeling that my parents came to pick me up so they can meet Elsie's family. And so the epic adventure began. I got my learner's pyramid on my 16th birthday and did my road test as soon as I could at the end of May. It wasn't long before I got my first car, a 1963 Renault Dauphine for $300 so I could start driving back and forth. Most months, we would visit each other at least once, and we kept Bell Canada in business with those late-night calls. Almost exactly three years after we met, when I graduated from high school and was about to enter teacher's college, I asked Elsie to marry me. Smartest thing I ever did. And at Thanksgiving 1971, we became husband and wife. We didn't have a lot of money, so we went from black and white option over color because it was $75 instead of 95. Today, Elsie celebrates her birthday. I'm not going to tell you which one it is, probably because you're not supposed to share that kind of information. But if you ask her, she'd probably tell you. It's been quite a ride. Anyway, a huge happy birthday to the love of my life and the fulfiller of my dreams. I love you, Elsie, and I always will.